Hello and welcome to the Walkman Whispers. We are just getting started again after uh, our last episode was Halloween. So um, this is going to be kind of raw. We're just going to kind of riff or whatever you want, whatever the kids call it these days. We're going to catch up and then we're going to talk about celebrities that we have lost recently. Which would mean, I don't know, in 2021, are we just going to go all the way through currently? I, I guess think... we only lost one, right? Besides besides the, the, the great Betty White. Right. Okay, so let's do this. Let's, let's catch up. So, Greg, still in Illinois? Yes, and Nat can attest to that because I came by and uh, saw him at work today until Nat, that security guard, was on top of his game because he ushered me off the property right away. <laughs> <laughs> So give what? that man a raise. So, yeah, I'm still in Illinois. It was a beautiful day in Illinois for what we've had, but we'll have snow again tomorrow, and it'll be Midwest weather once again. But, yeah. hey, it's it's January in the Midwest. That's what they do. So Man, it was 58 degrees here today. Last sure. week, I drove in the snow to get here, and today it was 58 degrees. Wow. I saw in my pickup it was 48, but, I mean, there was no wind, and the sun was shining, so it it felt really nice. I think it was 60 here, and it was beautiful. No wind, which is unusual. I can't decide which one I'm more jealous of, Greg or April. <laughs> I kind of miss Oklahoma, but it'd be cool to be close to Greg and Nat. So. Telling you, that's where it's at, right here, man. There's a, lot yeah. of, there's a lot of cool stuff, you know. I mean, and finally, it had been over a year, but I finally was able to, in the course of it, the same day, was able to go to... IHOP, Best Buy, Pizza Ranch, and a hockey game all in the same day. So oh, I, wow. Yeah. That's a deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's me. That's just what keeps me happy. So, yeah. You're Dang. living that's the dream right. right there. Yeah, you still got the crown, Vic? In Colorado. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see they're going to make a comeback. Oh, are they? Yes. Next well, year? I know of one that probably won't, but... <laughs> well you know what we need to do with that <clears throat> the, the big thing to do with the crown vix now is to just uh remove the body and put an old ford pickup on top of it oh wow really yes ah what's the uh, advantage or what's the just make a low rider or what's the deal uh, well you know it's got that makes it a modern powertrain you know fuel injection and and ah. uh, and easy to find parts for, and you know, modern brakes and suspension and all that jazz. Wow. So, okay. Which in some days, some cases, isn't all that great. Okay. <laughs> modern <laughs> transmissions kind of suck, but well, they do it and they don't. They suck when you have to repair them. <laughs> and that's when I just kind of do the, oh, okay. That's me too. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would put a C, and I'm such a, I do just, I am not a car person, but I'm thinking transmission, yeah. Do I go 16-speed power shift or IVT? <laughs> depends if I depends if I want to run the grain car or if I'm doing heavy tillage. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what the names and numbers of the Ford transmissions are after you get past the C6. And those were built back in the 70s. Oh, wow. like, I think Dodges are like 42 REs and 46 RFs. And like I said, I don't know what they call the Ford stuff anymore. 
expensive. That's what they call it. <laughs> I was, I was, I was giving a guy a test drive today on the lot, and this had a 12-speed Fuji um, power shift transmission, mm-hmm. and he didn't, um, he didn't fully come to a stop. And he knew what he was doing, but he didn't fully come to a stop when he went when he shifted the 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 selector from forward to reverse. Uh-oh. And with 375 horsepower, it kind of bucked a little bit. But yeah. but he bought the but you know what he bought the tractor, so hey, it's his baby now. That's <laughs> under warranty, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they weren't they warranty 31 year old tractors all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 31 year old tractor. I bet it was cheap too. Well, could could compared to a new one? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, I got my I got my first taste in a long time of some hard work this weekend. I don't know if you guys saw my pictures, but uh, I've got the coil springs and shocks and a few other things in that I've had for uh, six years that I bought five or six years ago for the wagon. Oh, <laughs> got it all done. It's sitting down at the alignment shop now. Wow, and, uh, I was stiff and sore and grouchy by the time it was done, but it's done. What What was the miraculous or the moment of truth that made you say today's the day? <laughs> well, that, okay, so I I don't have room or time to work. Well, I shouldn't say time. I made time, uh, but I don't really have the room to do it unless I'm doing it in my driveway. And I have a friend in Grand Island, which is about forty miles away. Who has a hoist? Oh, and I actually. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about this yet either. Um, so back in December, he uh, called me and wanted me to go to the Guar concert. Ah. And uh, so I dropped the car off at his house, and we went to the Guar concert. And the deal was that, you know, in the next month or so, that we just plain got it done. Was so. So we did. I just, I, you know, we got Christmas after that, New Year's, and then good grief. I can't even go through all the stuff. I've had one kid test positive for COVID. I've had uh, a stepkid test positive for COVID, you know, all right after we've been exposed or, you know, been with them and all that stuff. And uh, anyway, so when I finally felt like I wasn't typhoid Mary, uh, I just. <laughs> Took a weekend and said, okay, coming over. And I really thought, originally we were talking, I was like, well, we'll just do one side this week, push the car out or drive the car out, and then do the other side the next week. Well, it worked out that I didn't really get there Saturday when I wanted to, so we only got it apart. So I said, well, I'm coming back Sunday. Well, I got back Sunday, and it went back together really easy, so I took the other side apart and and uh, actually, that was the that might have been the wrong move because we found a whole bunch more wrong with it after we did that. But the car's got mm-hmm. new brakes on it now and new shocks all the way around and brand new coil springs, all new steering. I mean, it's a it, it's a whole different car. It's pretty incredible. The only thing that I wish I was any good at is I actually attempted to put a window motor in it uh, several months ago. And uh, I think it's probably been six months now that the car has been driving around without a door panel on it and the window still doesn't work. Mm. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I probably, I think I broke the door panel in about three different places. So I've got to get the hot blue gun out and 
do a little bit of surgery before I put it back together. So I'd really, otherwise the car is pretty cool. <laughs> All right. So you went, you went to the Gwar concert. Then you're like, I need to have my Gwar wagon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, that is a sight to behold. My God. <laughs> oh, I, I had no, I had no idea. I'm sure you did not, but I had no idea. I haven't but seen, I but I've seen a bit not fest, and that was there was all interesting forms of life slithering around there. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. I went down into the mosh pit twice. <laughs> I got I got literally shoved out of it once and back up to the reserve table that us, you know, what royalty had up there, whatever you want to call it. I think the nickname <laughs> that, petri dish. <laughs> I was covered in fake blood, <laughs> fake fluids all over the place, and then probably real fluids at some point. But you know, I was going to say it'd probably be a little bit more civil with a bunch of monkeys flinging poop at each other. <laughs> probably it was. I know for a fact that I elbowed a guy in the face twice. Completely, I was just trying to do the fist bump or the fist pump, you know. And twice I elbowed this. I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. He's like, No, it's awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. May I have another? <laughs> yeah, do it again. But I'm living life. It was awesome. And I tell you what. So the the band that opened for him is a band called Napalm Death. Oh my! Oh, and they were awful. <laughs> it was so bad. And I, I, so yeah, we, I mean, we're still sitting up at our table then. And uh, I'm like, if they're like this, this is going to be terrible. Three songs in the Gore's set, we're like, we're going down to the mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. They, they are very musical. I mean, they're, they're musicians and it's just, I mean, obviously it's a spectacle. It was, it was awesome. It was totally awesome. Wow, that it's a spectacle, you know, it's an yes. event. It's like it's pretty good metal, I guess, but it's an event. It's oh, a spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. Napalm Death was at that slipknot, that knot fest. <laughs> yeah. They're off. These are old dudes just yes. yelling like he'd been just, you know, gargling switchblades earlier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, dog, dog, <laughs> dog, dog, dog. I swear that was the only word he sang the whole time. Was <laughs> it was so, so bad. <laughs> but you know, those guys, this guy's been around for a while, so he's saying, die, then get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they played at my high school once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. You know, you've expanded your horizons. You're, you know, you're really getting to exploring new pathways in life yes yeah <laughs> i i just couldn't see any reason to turn it down <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and you got stories for years oh yeah absolutely check that off your bucket list yep yeah but... i didn't even know it was on my bucket list but it's, it's off now <laughs> you old bucket of blood <laughs> all right I also have a new dog Oh, yes. Mm. How's that going? Uh, 
as expected. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the new dog has worms, so everybody got oh. worms this week. And uh, the new dog uh, weighed more than I thought. She weighs 10 pounds. Uh, <laughs> so she's seven pounds less than the other two small dogs. <laughs> but, man, she is like a toddler. It's like you, you put everything away at night. She comes out in the morning. And our it's always worked that our other dogs taught the other dogs what to do. You know, whichever dog was there taught the next one. This dog could care less. She can be in her kennel all night. You open the door and let her out. And all she wants to do is jump on you and jump on you and, and hi and hello. And then she wants to pee, but she doesn't want to go outside and pee. No. To go wherever she wants. I'm like, go with the rest of them. And she will literally, you open the door, all three of the other ones go out. And she just looks at you. I have to walk out the door before she'll come out the door. But then I'm looking for her to come out the door and she's standing right beside me. She's the stealthiest little goofball. (laughs) (laughs) And then you get out there and she doesn't want to go potty either. So Uh. They told us she was pee pad trained. We do have a pee pad in the house. She's okay about using that. And she's getting better about it. But she doesn't. Like we have a, a big jingle bell thing. That the bit that Liberty will go out, she'll swat it when she wants to go outside. So you hear the bells and you walk up with walk, walk over there and let her out. But she won't do any of that. She won't stand by the door and whine or anything. She'll just be <laughs> or poop. <laughs> uh. It's only four and a half months old, so you can't expect much, but it's like pulling what little hair I have out. So uh. It's it's a challenge with these little puppies. Yeah. Our puppy is the size of a horse now. And he is he goes outside, but he's he's like your dog. He doesn't tell us when he needs to go outside. He just stands quietly by the door and waits for somebody to notice that he needs to go outside. But he's just he's all over the place and into everything. Everything. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Our daughter went to take a bath one night before bed and didn't tell her father and didn't put the puppy in his bed. And so, yeah, puppy had a heyday. <laughs> Robin <laughs> woke up and there's stuff strewn everywhere. Oh, it's my. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a mess. <laughs> He's a mess. That's awesome. But they're fun. Sure. Whatever you say. You got to keep telling myself that. Uh, This dog is a doll. Don't get me wrong. And I've always wanted a Pomeranian. But like I said, it turned out to be a... I was hoping she doesn't grow into a chow. (laughs) Mm. She's the biggest Pomeranian I've ever seen. So, but... Our our first dog was a Pomeranian after Robin and I got married. She was the best little dog. Yeah, I... She this one will be fine. It, one day, yeah. be like, oh, look, no more accident. That's what I keep saying, too, about our puppy. Yeah. Someday, he's going to be the best dog we've ever had. <laughs> well, if he if he's the size of a horse, he's going to be pretty pretty smart. He'll get there. Yeah, so, yeah, he'll get there. You know, a lot there. of times, training a dog is more training you, you know, to be disciplined to train the dog. Right. Oh. Yep. Um, so, who else has something to talk about like what have you guys been up to we haven't talked since halloween 
I'm I'm four teeth lighter. I I, I just I'll just say this real quick because it's very very uh, boring. But it's I mean this is like the big thing that happened to me the day before Christmas Eve, the night before Christmas Eve. I was like, oh my teeth hurt. And of course it would happen that because you're not getting a dentist the that next day. You're not getting a dentist yeah. for three days. Yeah. So I uh, finally I asked our regional manager when I went in Monday. I said, you told me about a dentist that you got to see, and he said, yeah. It was like eight o'clock in the morning and I called them and they said, can you be here at nine? And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> so I went in and they got me set up. I'll fast forward. I went uh, to the oral surgeon to get my, I was supposed to have my wisdom teeth out 15 years ago because the dentist that I went to in Colorado, good guy. I went there to see him and he goes, you gotta have your wisdom teeth out. And I said, yeah, okay. So I made an appointment with uh, doc, the doctor's name, Dr. Wayne Payne, do, with oral surgeon, Dr. Payne. <laughs> And Dr. Payne, Dr. something happened on Dr. Payne's end, and he had to cancel, postpone. So I was like, okay, well, and I think we set up for like two or three weeks later. Then something happened on my end, and I had to cancel. And then, well, that was kind of the end of it. And fast forward 15 years later, Greg's waking up with his teeth hurting. So I went in to the, to the, uh, the clinic there, and I, it was so cool. They put the IV in me, and, and I'm sitting there, and then they lean me back. And this is what I remember about it. I heard, I heard, and you guys know, they're fine. Look, and a lot of people I know love them and they're very talented. I'm not into them. I said, oh, you guys are, because I heard Spirit of Radio come on over the intercom. I'm like, oh, you're playing Rush. I said, that's actually, it sounds pretty good when you're getting stoned like I am. It's like, oh, you're playing Rush. I heard Spirit of Radio. And we talked like for just, I remember we had talked about me being colorblind. And then the next thing I remember, I'm, my eyes are open and I'm sitting up in the chair and I'm like, well, come on, people, let's get this show on the road. Let's get my teeth out. And I was like, you know, and no one was in the room. And I'm like, you know what? My mouth feels funny. You guys already took them out. So it was, and it, it was, was the rest of the recovery. Oh, great. Yeah. I heard really? all things about like dry socket and all kinds of stuff, but I know I, it was a week ago and I can still, they still feel a little, they're a little different, but no, it, everything's good. So good. Afterward, you were sipping the soup through a straw. Oh no. Hey, you know what? You can't, I didn't, I didn't, you can't use your, well, you can, but you should not. You're not supposed to use a straw because that's what leads to that. That's true. Yeah, well, you can't smoke to the dry socket, so you can't do that. But yeah, I did have soup and I had other stuff. But um, and that's a good way to lose weight too is have have dental work, so have oral surgery because you can lose a few pounds there. Yeah. And I've been uh, kind of doing the keto type thing. Only I call it the bastardized keto. I I'm not. I cheat. I, I mine is the, like the Cheeto, the Cheeto. <laughs> but you know what? Um, you can. I've I've lost. 33 pounds in less than three months and i mean oh wow when the boys were here at christmas i thought you know i'm gonna cheat and we're gonna take a couple trips to pizza ranch the old pizza ranch and greg's gonna loosen the belt a little bit and i did gain back like seven or eight pounds i thought i'd gain more and it's like back off now so yeah wow oh to have i can't say that (laughs) and Right. And I, I, and you know what, whatever people want to do is, but I do, I do feel better. I, I, I miss certain foods, but keto, it's like, well, see, cause I am not, I don't diet at all. Actually I do. Cause I skip a lot of meals. Sometimes I, sometimes I'll go one or two days just fast, 
which you probably shouldn't do, but I don't care. Um, but they're like, we with keto, you can eat all the meat and cheese you want. And I'm like, shut the back door. You can't. It, but like, no, it's like, here, have this plate of piled like 13 inches high with bacon on it and, and this slab of cheese. And I was like, and yeah, that's, I can, that's I can, why it works perfect because I can do this. You I, shut the back door, you eat all that cheese, and you just might. But then the greasy bit <laughs> helps everything roll along. Well, yeah. <laughs> One thing you don't, or at least I don't. I'm, I'm, my body isn't as active as it used to be in certain, but I feel so much better, and I can like actually climb up into the back of a pickup without going. <sighs> so yeah, that's good. That makes that makes one of us. <laughs> well, good for you, Greg. Yeah. Shocked how easy it, it and uh, different people, but for me, it, I'm shocked how easy it was because there's a lot of stuff you do have to give up a lot of food, but you but there's still a lot of really good food that you can eat and you can yeah. eat in abundance. Super, oh. yeah. yeah, bring on the fatty meats, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here, eat these dozen eggs, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pork rinds till you die. Yep, pork rinds. Oh, yeah. Pork rinds and sour cream. That's right. We made a meatloaf, and you know, with you're supposed to cut down on the carbs so you can't use the bread, so put uh, pork rinds in the meatloaf. There you go. Mm -hmm. Good man. Paul, I've been wondering what to do with that. Okay, great. (laughs) No, seriously, I I mean, I love meatloaf, but if it weren't for the crackers, it'd be, you know. Oh, heck, I, you, you know, Chad, a meatloaf, a keto meatloaf is like, it's like, honestly, it's like zero carbs. I mean, but you got to use like the pork rinds, but yeah, and, and it tastes, trust me, it tastes, and we buy like the spicy pork rinds, so, and you can yeah. jazz up meatloaf with all kinds of spice, and it is dang good. I wish, yeah, I love spice, but I'm the only one in my household, so. Ah. I made Thank some chili last week. Oh, get this. So I found some Reaper Ranch powder, they call it. It's a Reaper ranch mix that you can make ranch dressing with or whatever. I just rubbed the whole pork butt in it and put it in the smoker. Holy smokes, you about couldn't eat that stuff. So I just threw it in with my next batch of chili. Mm. And uh, it was perfect. Ah. It was hot, but it was perfect. Wow. Well, all right. Well, that's a, that's a cool thing, too. You mentioned um, the chili. Is it? I mean, chili's practically low carb. You have to leave out the beans, which right. I do, and it's really, really, really good. Plus, the people who you're in close company with will probably appreciate it about three hours later. So, anyway. <laughs> right? Well, you know, and as far as well, I still with keto, you do have to leave out the beans. But as a diabetic, they say actually, if you make the chili with just beans and no meat, uh, it's better for you. Ah, but uh, you know. say again, Chad, make it with beans and what? No meat. Oh, oh! I can't eat the no meat. So as a diabetic, I, I don't give a damn. I just make it my way. And... I was going to say, <laughs> to the uh, car seat, you know, on the yeah. commute. Board. Yeah. I've got leather car seats, though. So <laughs> okay. It's just, it's just well, awful. <laughs> well, I haven't had the pleasure of uh, getting my wisdom teeth taken out, but I have taken up something kind of new. I enjoy now drinking carbonated soda out of the empty skulls of my enemies. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> it, wait a minute. The camera's oh, out of focus. Is that is that is that Nat Hall or Blackie Lawless drinking <laughs> drinking out of the skull there? Here's one for you. 
uh, how did uh, Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? Oh. He felt his presence. Oh. <laughs> oh, brother. That's yeah. cool. You got that for Christmas? This? Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Who got it for you? Oh, my daughter. She's just uh, she, she's on the same wavelength as her old man. She oh. knows. You know, yeah, very good. That's cool. Yeah, but uh, oh, life's been good around here. I do have one thing to tell you, and Greg knows about this. About a week ago, we had, well, at least in my part of the county where I live, we had a huge snowstorm for here. Right. And where I was at, we, we had about eight to nine inches, like, wow. right. And so what does the Alaskan and the Alaskan family sell in Alaska when we leave? All of our snow removal equipment. Oh. <laughs> All of it. Not one single shovel, even, right? Uh, I have one shovel. <laughs> that's it. And that's that's the type of aluminum shovel where if you're stuck in a snowbank, you know, you kind of, but it's not a uh, snow shovel. You know, it's just a good <laughs> shovel. shovel. A <laughs> so, so we've got a pretty long driveway. So I was like, what in the world are we going to do? Because it was really coming down. And by golly, Totes are not just for carrying things. The tote lids can be used as snow removal devices. <laughs> and we had three of us out there pushing snow with tote lids. I was going to say, do you tape them to the front bumper? <laughs> <laughs> Nat, you need to get, I hadn't thought about this, but with your driveway, I know it's like long. His driveway is, it's a, it's a feat to get up there. Um yeah. It's it's long. It's on quite a steep grade and kind of curved around. Yeah. You, get, you need to get you a little front blade for your John Deere, and then just pop that baby into neutral at the top and ride it all the way down and coast and shoot across the highway right into the Mississippi River. Put some pontoons on it so you won't. You know. <laughs> hey, that that's that's management thinking right there. You, you, could, you could charge you could charge kids to do that for that ride. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it, we, say, I think I'd be getting on Facebook Marketplace and looking for snow removal. Oh yeah, like, yeah, we've already. <laughs> who's gonna take twenty bucks? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh man, you know, it's that but, big. It's probably two hundred bucks. But... Right. Thankfully, it does go down a hill, like Greg's saying. So now I've got got a couple snow shovels, and next time around, we're gonna get a four wheeler like we did in Alaska. We had a four wheeler, four by four four wheeler with a plow on it, and my daughter loved doing that so we'll we'll find that again and and get that rolling but yeah it's been a uh, and then of course the snow was practically melted off a couple days later right uh, but we're due yeah. for another blanket of snow tomorrow though so we'll see oh wow yeah so no life's been good out here i would fell victim to the the coviditis in uh early november yeah so first week of november and thankfully I don't know. My experience wasn't like a lot of folks. I felt like I had a cold for about three days, and then it was done. And so I was very thankful. That's pretty much what mine was. It felt like a sinus infection, but I carried a fever for like nine days. Oh, oh. anything like that. So. But yeah, it, that, you know, some folks had it really rough. Others, I don't know which variants I had. All I knew is <laughs> I was working from home. <laughs> there you go. That was so bad. There was a little bonus in there. Right. Yeah, I got COVID. Let me work at home again. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's been a good time. Just uh, it's good to see you 
folkses and I'm starting to create my little man cave down here. So uh, it work in progress. Podcast studio. Oh, you know it. You know it. <laughs> um, before I forget, this pertains to April. April, you uh, you keep on top of things when that B-52 rolls into OKC. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about that annoying guy, Fred, with the jukebox money. You're the <laughs> big hair. <laughs> yeah, I will definitely keep on top of that. That's going to be so very cool. Do you have a track? Is it, is it supposed to arrive on a certain day? I see pictures of it leaving Arizona, but I, I don't know how fast. I don't know how fast a B fifty two moves along pavements. I it, guess. It's moving apparently at seven miles an hour. Oh my gosh! Which is I'll, not. I'll probably be stuck behind that tomorrow, but yeah. <laughs> they're they're estimating uh late next week so wow that's pretty cool yeah yeah so we'll right. see we're getting excited about it though <laughs> all right good yeah what else is new with you april well i'm so boring there's not a whole lot new um yeah not I'll tell on myself. Okay, I'll just, I will tell a terrible story on myself. So we, my husband's truck was having some trouble and, and, you know, whenever I hear engine trouble, I just automatically think we got to scrap the whole thing. Let's just get something new and be done with it and not worry about it. So I found us a new vehicle and it's a standard and when we were in college together, I drove a standard. So I said, let's right. get us a standard. Yeah. Uh-huh. I said, let's get it. It was in our price range. We're going to need a car for our daughter in a couple of years anyway. So even if we got the truck fixed, we'd have, we need a third car soon. So let's get this car. So we go to the dealership and check it out. And I couldn't get it out of the parking spot because I haven't driven a standard in 20 years. And Robin was saying, I'm not driving it. (laughs) He said, you have to drive it. So then I couldn't get it out of the parking lot. So I made him drive it. (laughs) (laughs) And then he drove it home after we purchased it. And uh, so anyway, the next, I drove it around the neighborhood and I was like, oh, it's all coming back to me now. I, I remember how to drive a standard. So, I get in it the next morning and I take off to go to work and I get out on the busy road that we live next to and the car wouldn't go. And I was so frustrated and I had the gas to the floor and it wouldn't go. And I was almost in tears. I went probably half a mile down the street and I stopped and I called Robin like, I can't do it. I cannot drive this car. I don't know what happened between last night and this morning, but I can't drive it. So. No, yes. So, but you know what I what I did. So anyway, I brought it home and I decided I'll just drive his truck because he had my Jeep. So I come back home is the same thing. I had to I put my flashers on because the car wasn't going, and I pulled in the driveway and the parking brake was on. Ah, uh, I knew it. <laughs> I know. So anyway. Oh, I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I should know. What's that smell? Oh, so anyway, since then, I've been just fine driving it. But I always, I always think parking brake. 
You got to turn off the parking brake. <laughs> so anyway, learning how to drive a, a manual transmission again has been quite entertaining for me. And yeah, yeah. I'm going to force oh. my child to learn because it's a skill that, you know, I told her nobody's going to steal your car at school if you take this because they won't know how to drive it. All right. You're not going to know how to write your name in cursive, but you will know how to drive a standard. <laughs> Better yet, well, you need to go find yourself an old vehicle that has a three on the tree. <laughs> Talk yeah. about folks with that automatic transmission, eh? Right. <laughs> Just go back old school and get your twin stick max. That'll work. Yeah. yeah, there you go. We'll get the slap. Uh, <laughs> I actually had a, I had a Dodge pickup back in 96. What was a three on the tree? Yeah. It was a, it was a hoot. I picked up that a three on the tree and darn it. If you didn't know, my son just nearly melted the transmission out of it because he thought it was an odd. No way. <laughs> when he was, young, he was a young kid. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, uh, I had to learn to drive on a stick too. And I, at one point I was going to, well, like my, that S10 was a stick. And uh, I, at one point I had told somebody that I needed to take my, kids out and teach them how to drive a stick i'm like well like what if one of their friends what if one of their friends has a stick and they get food poisoning or something out the car and somebody then whoever it was i was with at the time was like you're the only person in the world that would ever come up with that bullshit excuse no you're not because i said to my daughter what if you're out on a date with someone and the car break or they get sick and they can't drive and you have to she said i'll call an ambulance no, you're gonna need to learn to drive a standard. You have <laughs> to right. it's a skill. Yep. So, and we I were agree. watching the Amazing Race last week, and uh, the do you guys ever watch that show? I love that show. Um, they're <laughs> over in Scotland or something, and all the cars are manual transmission, and nobody knows right. how to drive one. So I brought her out, and I was like, "Look at this." When you get on the amazing race, they're going to make you drive a manual transmission. You're going to need to know because you can win the million dollars. Yeah, and the first, the very next thing you need to know once you learn how to drive a stick is you got to figure out where all the emergency brakes are on all the cars. Right. Sometimes they hide those things. Uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do. Yeah, yeah, mine's, mine's not hidden. <laughs> I was giving you the benefit of the doubt, but <laughs> I wish it were, but no, no. So blonde moment for me. <laughs> but hey, it's all right. <laughs> but that's the exciting stuff coming from my house. Well, what kind of car is it? I mean, that's exciting. It's a, it's a Hyundai Elantra. Oh heck yeah! Those are great cars. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's been, uh, <laughs> it's been entertaining because, you know, it's, it's a 2012. So I, okay. I have my Jeep where I can do all the hands-free stuff and this doesn't have hands-free and it doesn't have the backup camera that I've gotten used to. So I'm very spoiled, but I am making do because I got a shower, um, a shower, um, speaker for christmas oh. that also you can answer your phone with it so okay. i take that in the elantra stick it on the window on next the to me 
so I can, if I get a phone call, I can just push the speaker button. And That's awesome. Voila. Multicast. Yeah, all right. Multicast. Yeah, I've, I've got my shitbox Magnum wagon, the Dodge that I, you know, another sub $1,000 car. And I just bought a dash kit so that I can put one of those double DIN radios in it with a backup camera because oh, and I think that I'm actually going to probably hack up the dash on the white wagon too and put one of those stupid things in there. I've got this truck, this 2016 truck, and it's uh, it spoiled me. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah, me too. But you know, I can I can live rough for a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're already slumming it with a stick, so. Yeah, <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> so what else? Oh, since we're talking about uh, mechanical things, this won't mean anything to any of you, but it apparently it was this huge thing. And I mean, it is. It's pretty, it's however you want to look at it, nifty, scary, whatever. John Deere now manufactures and has, it'll be available later this year, an autonomous tractor, an 8R autonomous tractor, which means it drives itself in the field. It, there's nobody. pretty close on that kind of stuff for a while, though, haven't they? I mean. Uh, well, Case did it like five years ago, and there's got, there's got stuck in the field and just kind of <laughs> buried itself. Um, so, but yeah, you know, that's great and all. The tractor drives around. That's cute. But uh, what happens when the implement it's pulling, when the bearing goes out on that? Uh, I guess we're just dragging it and burning it up or tearing it up. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, and also that, that also that piece of equipment behind it, that when someone was in the field on the tractor, it used to get greased once in a while. Not as often. <laughs> guess what? It ain't getting greased at all now. Yeah. So. No, you're right, and that's just it. It's no different than if you got a shitty hand driving the tractor. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, but, too, so. but the 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 people at Deer are excited about, it. and uh, it's it should it's got it's got ups and downs. Yeah. Um, there and there, and their thing is well, it gives the farmer more time now for other jobs. Yeah, like finding a six figure salary so he can afford to buy this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. <laughs> well. And, <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, you're not going to send that thing down the road to the next field. It's oh like, no, no, no! This is just this just operates in the in the field. Um, and you you're still going to drive around the perimeter first, right? To like set the GPS or whatever. Well, not necessarily. We're gonna we're pretty close to fixing that too, um, which I don't necessarily like. But you know, that's it's whatever. We'll see how it goes. It's I, I just, think it's going uh, to. I don't see it happening where they can't be in the cab. I, Who's that? Where, I, I said, I don't see that happening where they can't be in the cab. I can see them being on their phone and dropping off into the pond. But <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been, just like the Tesla where it tells you, grab the wheel. <laughs> yeah, I read today some kid, uh, some kid shut down a bunch of Tesla cars. He shut them down. He hacked them and shut them down. So that makes me feel really comfortable at autonomous vehicles, too. Yeah. Yeah, some right. guy in China, some guy in China where the chips were made. Yeah, screw you people. Click. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Off button. <Beak>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, well, um, I guess let's get going here. Hey, can I tell before we jump into it? I got one really quick thing. It's entertainment related. 
I came across this today, and, and it's just kind of a fun little question that you guys will probably know, but I want to make sure I get it presented correctly. Um, who had, in sequence, who, who, who performed on, the, I think this is the only person to ever do this. This is on the U.S. Billboard charts. Who performed on the number one, at the same time, number one and number two albums on the Billboard, albums on the Billboard 200, or 100? 100, 100. Do you guys know? You have a guess? Eddie Van Halen. Probably Michael know. Jackson. Then I was going to say forward. Michael Jackson, but. But, well. But, but it was that, Eddie Van Halen. April is, April is close. Chad okay. got it. I, and I was, <laughs> if you needed a hint, I was going to throw out, I think 1984. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. And and his brother Eddie's brother Alex Van Halen, he was joking and said because Eddie was working with somebody else on another album. He says, "Yeah, don't do that. Remember what happened the last time the guy you you helped kept us from getting number 1." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Um I have to say I was very skeptical about uh WVH. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. But I was I working on the car this weekend, and they announced that's who the last song was. And I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to like him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had some good stuff. He, he, he's he very talented. He has good stuff. Yep. I'm, I'm yeah. impressed. I probably won't go to it, Nat, but um, here, March in Peoria, um, Rockin' the House is going to be Queensryche opening for The Priest. Wow! Why would you not? Because I got to I got to save money for some some stuff that's coming up. And Stay I think, and so I I got to see Judas Priest uh, last time they were around. They were amazing, but I just saw today where they're going to go as a four piece. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. That's they already got rid of KK Downing. So yeah, and they had a guy named Andy Sneep who. A lot of people don't know him as a uh, musician, but they know him as a mix master. The guy does all kinds of mixing. Yeah, like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but almost every single like metal band that's popular or out there these days, he is the guy that mixes it down and, and makes it just tremendous. But uh, and he looks like a common Joe Schmo kind of balding head and beard and just kind of, but he shreds. But the one I'm more excited about is Queensrÿche. That latest edition of Queensrÿche is amazing, and their their singer Todd Latore is better than Jeff Tate. I mean, my gosh, really? Yeah. Yo, I am H O. But uh, yeah, that's there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sorry, I didn't scare us off there, but I just want to throw that in because I read it today and it struck me as kind of interesting. Peoria, they still got Rob Halford. They yeah. do, and his vocal range is still there. That it's would, I mean, it still might almost be worth going. I mean, it is so. They played when I saw them play. They did Painkiller. They did the songs where he hits the rafters, and oh my gosh, he still got the boy. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that. Oh yeah, he now he he kind of walks around kind of like a, an old little grandpa, you know. As he, <laughs> but 
Oh my gosh, he's still got he the doesn't ride the Harley out on stage anymore. <laughs> We're just Meredith walking around, but Shriek Judas Priest songs. <laughs> he's got that big beard to carry, Nat. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> and oh. he's got that big sack full of toys to all the good little boys and girls. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know how his voice didn't degrade with all the super high shrilly types of stuff he's done but oh he's incredible live he's incredible oh my gosh yeah, i'd like to see it okay. uh, so like we kind of decided on a subject of celebrities that we lost this year and i did not go back and look and see who who all we lost this year so who wants to start well, it's you know, terrible. You guys can jump in because I only know I I only know of two that I this year twenty twenty two I only know of two. So you know I'll I'll go ahead and start because I, I I veered off and did my own thing toward metal musicians that I loved that 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 passed this year and probably some you may not know some you definitely will know one of the guys that I really enjoyed well the band I love this band they were eighties hair metal before. Wasp kind of did the shock rock thing. There was a band called Lizzie Borden that, uh, yeah. So uh, they had a guitarist named Tony Matuzak, really good. He passed away, 59 years old. You know, not a lot of these folks are in their 40s and 50s, which is a little scary ish. And then, of course, uh, Chad, you know about this, but Cinderella lost a couple. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them, like within a day of each other. Yeah. It was really bizarre. Really bizarre. Jeff Labar, that that guitarist, I really like his stuff. He's yeah. he's a great guitarist. And, well, and then Tom Kiefer, after eighteen vocal surgeries, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't know how he's doing it. But also, now this I didn't know. So the other guy, Gary Corbett, he did keys for Cinderella, right? But he right. also did key work for Kiss. I didn't know about that. I guess, did, yeah, I think I when I, I think when he died, I. I had read that he did, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a couple others, too. Definitely some bands you don't know <laughs> that I that I, I didn't know that. Um, but one, a band that was kind of popular in the 80s and 90s in kind of the, the doom metal or, you know, not really doom, but more heavier Black Sabbath-ish sound. The lead singer of the band Trouble, his name okay. was Eric Wagner. And Eric Wagner had yeah. a very unusual voice. But it was kind of cool. And he he passed away. So anyways, there's there's some other guys, but one of my favorite vocalists who had quite the uh well, he had quite the reunion with his band and some good music was Mike Howe of Metal. Yeah. That was and unfortunately that was a suicide. So don't know why. I mean it, things were really moving along nicely for his career there and all, but but who knows about that? But he I I really like the releases that they had done recently with metal church with him behind the mic. Cause he's just got a great voice. Yeah. But anyways, I kind of went that direction. There's some other guys that, you know, Oh darn it. Unfortunately, the former guest vocalist for cradle of filth died, you know, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. darn. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it were, it's Paul Bears were uh, the, all the surviving members of the Crow Mags, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Napalm Death, that guy, he he sang the, you know, the obituary. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> the eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> His oh, vocal. 
I mean, his vocal cords died in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, but yeah, there were some different guys and different folks that you'd never heard of. That drummer that was with Slipknot, you know, Joey Jordison, a couple people had heard about him. And so there's some other folks out there that former lead singer of Skid Row, Johnny Solinger, the guy after yeah. Sebastian. He had a cool voice. I liked his voice. He did. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, just some and different odds and sods here and there. <coughs> the former drummer of Faster Pussycat, Brett Bradshaw, you know, anyway, support <laughs> folks with bands that I liked, you know, so. Sure. But anyways, yeah, 2021 wasn't kind to that 50s, the 50-year-old crowd in there. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Which I am a member of. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I think, are we all now? April? I'm still 39. You're still 39. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I always say but, that April doesn't seem to have aged. So that, <laughs> that confirms it. My sister over Christmas, she said, um, you turned 50 this year, right? And I said, no. She said, yeah, you did. You turned 50. I said, no, I didn't turn 50. You did too. You turned 50. No, I did not. I know how old I am. I did not turn 50. And she just went on and on. She said, well, you were born in 1970. You're 51? <laughs> yes, I'm 51. And then the whole time, the whole rest of Christmas, she'd say, I can't believe you're 51. Like, I'm not on death's door. I am just 50. It's not that old. So anyway, I can't you believe. Yeah. So most of us have met your sister on Facebook through through the pot or because of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I get a kick out of I get a kick out of your sister. So. <laughs> She's fun. <laughs> but yes, I am thirty nine. <laughs> right. Good that's enough. Right. Uh, that's uh, it. And I'm just uh, bummed out with some of the very cool musicians, and they were not old. <laughs> they were just in their fifties. Well, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, has it been more than a year since we lost Eddie Van Halen? Yes. Yeah. yeah that, that so, in October of 2020, I remember. It's that's one of those deals where I remember where I was when I heard that on the radio. So yeah. And I I can't say that I do, but I just I that's just the one thing that I miss all the time. You know, I can remember as a kid, I, I remember sitting and watching the videos, and he was always just always smiling. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah. He was when everybody else was growling and looking mean and bad. He right. was just grinning ear to ear the whole time. Oh, that yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, making it look easy. Oh, way too easy. Um, Dusty Hill was the yeah. easy top. Yes, you're right. Yeah. He he was a a pretty good lot. You know, a little bit older than the other folks I mentioned for right. sure. Like seventy well, sure. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was unfortunate. Yeah. I'm going to let you guys just kind of push through the rest. I'll, I'll make my comments from here and there. Okay. Well, like I said, I didn't look at anything, so I'm assuming you guys may have looked at a few more than I did. All right. <laughs> well, April or Greg, it's all you. <laughs> April, go go ahead, please. Oh, I was I, I just had thought about it because I was just telling my husband that Ronnie Spector died today or yesterday at huh. 78. And so that got me thinking about it's just been a crazy last few weeks or last couple right. of months with all the 
you know, Bob Saget and Betty yep. White and just. Now, it, forgive me. Who's Ronnie Spector? She. <laughs> She was with the Ronettes back in the, yeah. in the day, oh, but okay. Eddie Money, take me home tonight. You know, yeah. just like Ronnie says, be Sing. my little baby. Yeah. So. Yeah. Be my baby. Yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. anyway. Okay. But. She's a she was a pretty. I mean, the whole what she oh, was yeah. a pretty lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that that just it got me to think, and they've just been, you know, usually they come in threes, but it seems like they just keep it just keeps happening. Yeah, more there was and a more great more, uh, so a great video on YouTube today, or that I ran across today of Joan Rivers and Betty White roasting each other on the Tonight Show for like two and a half minutes. It was oh. hilarious. <laughs> Get a chance. To look at it. Mm. What? All right. Betty White also, uh, she she was a volunteer in World War II, I think. Wasn't she in the Women's Auxiliary? Back in she World was. War I think so. so. Didn't she start working in 33? Isn't that something like that? Like that. Something like that, yeah. 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 It started in radio, and it was like a six or eight hour long radio show oh. in like 1933 or something like that. Just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal career for that lady. She's just so funny. So funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've got to tell you a quick story just because of the topic of radio, old time radio and being funny. And I, I love this personal Lotus humor on a, on a, it was a, a game show in the fifties. It never happened. There's a story floating around a, a, a kind of a legendary Hollywood story floating around that this happened, but the guy it centers around denies it happened. And I'm sure if it did happen, he, there would be uh, evidence of it or, and he would admit to it. But on the game show, you bet your life, Groucho Marx had a female contestant. And I believe she supposedly had 11 kids, something like, no, no, it was like 14 kids, 15 kids, something like that. And in the show, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's they're on YouTube, old black and white shows, and they're, some of them are pretty funny and clever. She comes on, and he's talking to her, asking her questions, and, and she mentions she has these 14, 15 kids. And, uh, and he says, why do you have so many children? And she kind of in a very haughty tone says, because I love my husband. And he says, well, I love my cigar, but I occasionally take it out of my mouth. So. <laughs> but apparently it never happened, and I'm bummed about that because that would have been hysterical. It's a that would have been hysterical. That's for sure. Yeah. Third, rather quickly on the <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a thing. So they're like, nine, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, Greg. You can go, yeah, you can go more. Well, I guess it's kind of a good thing to say. I can't think of anyone else, and that's maybe kind of a, a blessing. But no, I, I, you guys have touched on that. Gave us a great rundown of, yes, of yeah. people we've lost, and of course, uh, April following up with the, I, you know, if you, I'm not not trying to discredit other people, but you know, the big two so far. Yeah, I hope, absolutely. I hope, I hope, uh, I hope we're left alone for for. Uh, a great while but um you know nothing yeah. it, we know nobody gets out of it alive at the end so um <laughs> right so, 
when there's no refunds, so you better just go ahead and, and live it to the fullest. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do. No, I do have. And after saying that, I do have a joke to tell you. You guys have probably heard this, too. There's a guy there and it, it centers on um, mortality. There was a guy and he he passed on and he had to, he was kind of a miser and he told his wife um, to to take all his money. Because he he had it hoarded all around. Take all his money and leave it in the attic. Because when he left, when he left this earth, he wanted to take that money on his way to his next home. So she put all the money up there. And and this was after he passed, but before they had the service. Well, after the service, she and maybe some other folks went upstairs into the attic and they saw huge piles of money stacked up all around there. And she's like, yeah, I had a feeling I should have put that money in the basement. <laughs> there you go. Oh. <laughs> you know, I don't know if, uh, Chad, if you're still looking there, but I, I kind of cheated and I looked at uh, the Internet. There were actually a couple others that had big, big stars that I know that, you know, but we just we just forgot. Um, okay. So right, right there, Ed Asner. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You know, yes. so Ed Asner, super popular. Mm -hmm. Lou yeah. Grant. Lou Grant, yep. And then mm -hmm. one, one of my favorite comedic actors of all time in one movie, in a Superman movie, Ned Beatty. Oh. Ned oh. Beatty. He said, Mr. Luthor, Mr. Luthor. <laughs> which, which movie was that, Ned? Which Superman was that? Was that the first one? Or Christopher Reeve, uh, Superman 1 or 2, one or the other. Where, yeah, he was down in the, you know, down underneath the uh, under Gotham or wherever it was. Not Ned but. Ned Beatty also uh, notoriety for 1972 played in Deliverance with uh, oh. Burt, Burt Ren He was the one squeal like a pig with right. Burt Reynolds and uh, Ronnie Cox and one other guy I should remember, but I can't. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, and then uh, probably one of the most undersung. Comedians of all time, Norm Macdonald. Oh, oh yes, yeah. that's right. That I that saw it, him live so. one time. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. He came to um, OSU had a thing called Orange Peel, and <laughs> I, he was the MC or the host of that one year. And I can't remember. Um, I don't remember. We saw Bill Cosby there too. Mm. But anyway, talk about. <laughs> Best Burt Reynolds impersonator of all time. Oh, on yes. when yeah. they would do Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. I'll you, take. Um, I'll take. Uh, give me. Uh, give me a movie stars for a hundred. Uh, Burt, the, that that's not a category. Okay, well <laughs> I'll take two hundred. Oh, yeah, he was he was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was a big surprise. Basically, he knew he had cancer for a long time and did just absolutely kept it to himself. Uh, and Norm McDonald, I loved him. He, Norm McDonald didn't have to tell jokes or say funny. Just the way he said things was yes. hysterical. He was yeah, so dry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and one guy that passed that 
I didn't know, I didn't realize, but I should be surprised. Nee, no one, none of us should be surprised. Yeah, your favorite actor in mine, Dustin Diamond. <laughs> Screech. Oh, oh yeah. Great. Did he? Oh, that's he, right. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Uh, gosh, he, he his career went just a hair bit south. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sad when Saved by the Bell is the pinnacle of your career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he had a rough go of it. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, I think he did. I think his most recent stuff was like Celebrity Rehab and <laughs> right. In yeah. flip, this and that, and who knows? Yeah, things didn't work out so well for him. No, yeah. they did not. But I, but I think the one that kind of uh, was most impacting, at least on an international scale, was Prince Philip. He passed away in 2021. Oh yes, Queen Lizzie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he. So the reason I thought he, he looked like a king he looked regal the guy he did self and you just like oh yeah but then he, oh it's prince you know yeah <laughs> oh. there we go there's a lot more i mean i just happened to flash the air and i was like, oh but uh, i i had forgotten all about ed asner you know, i love the way yeah, I, yeah. That's what happens yeah. when we get towards the end of the year and beginning of the next year, and you forget everything. I know. Like I, I'm still sort of, you know, that's why I asked about Eddie Van Halen. I'm still like. <laughs> well, the yeah. last 18 months have just all kind of run together anyway. Uh, so very true. That's very true. <laughs> well, yeah. well, by golly, by George. Chad, you got any music? What do you think? I think that's where I'm headed. Sure. Um, so uh, you guys will all be getting your CDs in the next couple of days, uh, but that's what I'm going to recommend. There's a uh, well. <clears throat> I haven't really decided exactly how we'll do it. Uh, we are offered, you know, to interview the band around the release. I think they wanted to do it right around the release. Uh, the release was like the 15th October, 10th, or something like that. Uh, we just couldn't get it all put together. We might still be able to, but what I'd like to do is you guys get the CDs, let me know, uh, listen to it a couple times, and, and uh, I already know which my which one's my favorite. And uh, but uh, the one I'm going to recommend today uh, by BC and the Big Rig is a song called "Little Devils," uh, and I'll be I'll post the link on that. Maybe I don't know. I've done a really shitty job of that lately. He, <laughs> back in October. I don't think I posted any of the stuff that we recommended in that episode. So, oh, okay. uh, but I'll try and I'll try and get that one on there. Uh, BC and the Big Rig, Little Devils, good stuff. Uh, that I, I like the whole album, but uh, and that's not even my favorite song on the album. So I'm mm. sure you guys will figure it out when they get when when they show up. Well, much obliged for that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Definitely. <clears throat> And, and it, it may be somewhere we can still get get them together, or maybe at least get Brandon on to talk about it or talk about everything. I haven't really discussed it with him since, but uh, we'll see what we can do. Sounds good. That, that's where yeah. you guys will have to carry me because I can't interview to save my life. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, who's, who's next? 
I can, uh, I'll take this one. Um, so the, uh, for me, metal dude, always forevermore. Uh, there's a band. Uh, well, actually it's a solo artist, but he put together just a super group of folks. So this is both what I'm going to listen to and what I'm going to recommend. So the one I'll recommend is the CD that I got a couple years ago when it came out. It's the lead guitarist for a band called Symphony X. And his name is Michael Romeo. And Michael Romeo is a guitarzan deluxe. The guy can shred. Um, also a phenomenal writer and composer. I mean, just mind-blowing. So the first album that came out, that he did his first solo album was called War of the Worlds Part One. And War of the Worlds has some uh, different types of uh, different singers. So they've got different sounds and different. It's just an incredible CD. I would highly, highly, highly. Well, and I'm going to listen to it again myself, but highly recommend the band or the, well, the guitarist, Michael Romeo, his solo uh, effort, The War of the Worlds Part One. Yeah, like okay. I said. So it, what I'm going to listen to is War of the Worlds Part Two is going to be released here in March. Uh, let me see, March 25th. March 25th, it's released. He has put out his first single on YouTube for folks to listen to called Divide and Conquer. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. One of the reasons I'm excited about it is the guy is an amazing songwriter, guitarist. He has a guest vocalist that is one of my very favorite vocalists going right now. He is Dino Jalusic. Dino Jalusic was the guy who sang oh, yeah. on, yeah, on, uh, on Dirty Shirley. He was yeah. the singer for the band Dirty Shirley with, you know, George guitar. <laughs> so, um, he, his voice is so soulful and raspy and just pure bluesy goodness, you know, just awesome. So I'm going to listen to that. It's the first one. I haven't listened to it yet. After this session, I will be watching and listening to it. And I can't wait. But so yeah, War of the Worlds part one, I've got that CD. I really recommend you folks to listen to that, but I'm going to check out the new one. Not out yet, but the the first single is called "Divide and Conquer." Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Very good. I have nothing to contribute to the music portion, so go <laughs> ahead, Greg. Oh. <laughs> well, April, you April, you just stole my line. <laughs> I, same thing. Today's like. January 13th. It was it wasn't too long ago. It was January 10th. I had to look it up, but I was hearing about this person's birthday. So wanna give some uh uh oh, some some attention to her. Um I'll listen to it and maybe you should too. Well, actually, there's no maybe you should listen to. Uh, it was January 10th was the birthday of Pat Benatar. So um and she's she's like a lady rob halford as far as vocals as far as i'm concerned so anyway that's who you should listen to and who i'll probably listen to all right good we'll do it. good i can do that heck yeah <laughs> all right well let's see any plans for the next week i know we went through everything we've been doing nope it's winter isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i'm already 
I'm like looking at the schedule for the racetrack. Like, when are we doing this? And actually, the uh, some of the guys from this area, like Carney Hastings, Grand Island area, they call it the Tri City area. Um, they have put together a small, we would call a drag and drive event. And uh, so we will meet at the Kearney racetrack on a Friday and we'll drive out to Pacific Junction, Iowa. And they have a Friday night test and tune. So we'll make a few passes. Uh, we have the white car entered in the 850 class. That's a, that's a tall order. Uh, <laughs> even at, and it's an eighth mile, but uh, even in the eighth mile and 850 for that car is going to be pretty questionable. <clears throat> so there may, we may end up adding some nitrous to it or something <clears throat> to see if we can get her there. Ooh. But then uh, on Saturday, they'll give us uh, papers with a predetermined route. We'll have to take pictures on the way back to Kearney, and then we'll have to make passes in Kearney. And closest to the average will win whatever it is. But uh, Tiffany and I are already registered and ready to go. So That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a good time. Awesome. I told my wife that if she wanted to go, we would let her take the magnum, and she has yet to answer. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you don't get one of those nice, blustery, snowy days, it just kind of passes on through. Well, uh, then that would be what we call canceled. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be what we call bar night. Uh, so that's uh that's that's our future plans but i mean that's in april april 22nd so that we've got a ways to go i'm hoping we have a few more podcasts before that okie doke hopefully uh, well oh. and like i said if if thursday nights isn't working anymore we can sure talk about doing a different day night time whatever so I don't have to do it while I'm at the motel. It used to work out because at least half of us were, um, you know, over in the mountain time zone. Well, uh, you guys are all an hour ahead <laughs> of me now. So, I mean, I get it. I can do it earlier and I can do it from home if we need to. So. And you know, I don't do anything. So whenever works for me. Well, I understand that, but also, I mean, <laughs> you know. I, I know what it's like. I, I can tell you that just about any other night, I roll up the, the, the carpet at 9 o'clock and we're in bed. So, you know, I get it. All right. Well, okay. I guess we're going to call it a night. All right. All righty. That's all. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Walkman Whispers, and we will see you later.